Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Hey, Amy, how's it going? Hey, hey Jackie, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Great, great, great. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> I'm just so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't complain. Uh, oh, but world, you could. I'm sick again. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, and I got my period again, which is normal, but uh, they love to go together. Yes. Hand it, in it, hand. It, Yes, it's just always like, you know what, body, what can we do to make Jackie or whoever feel worse? Yeah. Blood, immediately, go. Go, cramps. Go, 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 go. Yep. Diarrhea, to the front, cramps. Oh my God. You're on. <laughs> and and like, uh, you know, your monthly lady friend shows up and, you know, you unannounced, not expecting her, but then diarrhea has the most impeccable timing where you're just like it waits until you're running late for something and then it's just like go 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 (laughs) I can't even tell you how many times I've had to dry my hair while taking a dump because I was running late for work and then all of a sudden bam diarrhea yeah (laughs) I wake up (laughs) I wake up a little extra early just in case you know, so I, I have time. I get it out of the way because I have an hour commute because God forbid, you know, halfway. But without fail, you know, I, I wake up early. Nothing. Okay. Drive to work. Nothing. Okay. We're good to go. The second I get to work, it's just like, now. <laughs> oh, you're near a restroom that everyone else uses? Here I come. It's, it's the panic poops. Yep. It's like, oh, I'm at work and I'm stressed immediately. Time to dump. Yep. (laughs) And not even knows it's you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even five minutes in and we're already talking about diarrhea. (laughs) We are, we, you know what? We have a, we, we are on brand. We have a theme. Okay. I can't help it. It's such a big part of my life. I know. And you know, it's funny, Jackie, because. I I track my period with Clue. It's an app and I've been using it for like three, four years and it's like surprisingly accurate. Like it's incredible. But every once in a while I'll like, you know, I'll forget it's about to happen and I'll get a message and it'll be like, your period's right around the corner or something like, guess what? And I'm like, oh, that's why I've been shitting my pants and crying every night. (laughs) Got it. Thought something was a little bit different this time around. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that because before I was uh, before I was in grad school, I used one of those apps, and it made you not only do you track the days that it's happening, but you also track your mood and all this stuff. And I did it enough so that it just started to kind of learn 
my right. routine. And so it would send me a little notification maybe a couple days beforehand, just like, hey, are you feeling sad? This might be why. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, thank God. Because you, you go through, like some people I'm sure can relate, you go through that period of time where you wake up one day and you're like, oh my God, I just realized that I'm terrible. <laughs> I can't believe I only just realized that. And it's just like a fact and you don't even realize, oh, no, 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 that's just uh, some hormones <laughs> skewing my reality. Right. <laughs> you know what? Know. I'm, sto- I'm stopping this right now because okay. we are okay. <laughs> tangent- tangenting into a worked up frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hoya Podcast. Welcome. We're <laughs> talking about King of the Hill today. <laughs> You ready? We're talking about it. But before we do that, we have other stuff we have to talk about. (laughs) Just real quick. Just Um, really quick. (laughs) So, Patreon. Patreon. Listen, (laughs) so we have... We have a new patron. And it is, yes, Melanie. Oh, how did you miss that? I've been busy... Getting my period and diarrhea ink. <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> Melanie understands. <laughs> Melanie knows all about that. They told yeah, me. She, I don't have to explain myself to Melanie. She gets it. Yeah. So Melanie J has uh, joined us and they are a part of the live watch party. Now, uh, we just did our live watch party last night and it was a lot of fun. Although I... <laughs> I thought that Jackie just didn't show up for it for about 30 minutes into it because we do two episodes. And I was like, I was like, where is she? I was like, I know she's busy, but like, you know, I sent her the link. I'm like, where? I'm like, Jackie, are you coming? I sent her a text message. I said, Jackie, are you coming in? And she's like, what do you mean? To what? And I was like, what do you mean? What? (laughs) No, I was just like, I was like, well, I was like, you, and she goes to the chat and I'm like, well, are you even in the watch party? She's like, yeah, I'm here. You can't see my comments. I'm like, no, I can't see anything. What are you, are you responding? And I'm asking everybody, I'm like, is everybody seeing Jackie? And they're like, no, we don't see her, her comments. It's because she had this weird ass username and I didn't, I didn't recognize it was her. (laughs) I got so scared when you said that too. Cause I was like, I've been chatting this whole time. Has no one been responding to me? Where Where am I? Am I in the wrong place? <laughs> I, I got so scared, and then you text me. You're just like, I don't see you, and so I sent a, a picture of a a dick, like you know, the number eight, two equal signs, and a capital D. And at least three people went LOL. And then right after that, you were like, Can anyone see Jackie? And everyone said no. And I was like, What is happening? <laughs> but it's just because I, I guess my username is not my actual name and unbeknownst to me. So. Yeah, I, I know. And I and I was like, oh, there she is. Because I, I thought the same thing. I thought, who's King of the Hill watch party is she in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it possible that that happened? <laughs> I know. I got really scared. It was one of those moments where I was just like, am I in reality right now? Or <laughs> right. am I having a breakdown? <laughs> one of those little tiny scary moments. But I was there. And it was great. Yes, it was great. Thank you, everyone who joined us. Uh, this Sunday, we have our wa- our live episode. Stoked about that. We're going to do I'm with Cupid. So, great episode. I will be reading that one. Yes. 
it's my turn. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I get scared it's whenever it's my turn, too. I know. It's thrilling. But I'm, I'm not going to yell at you this time. <laughs> Maybe. We'll I see. Can't. No promises. Yeah. It depends on how scared I am. And how annoying I am. So no, no, we'll no. see. No, no, no. You're never annoying. <laughs> Come on. So, Melanie, thank you for joining us. And yeah. <laughs> we will, you will be able to watch the re, like the, the video after the live podcast. I usually put it up a day or two afterwards. You'll be able to watch that and also join us for future watch parties. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, I want to regular shout outs. Are you ready? <laughs> that always that high-pitched voice always makes me think of uh what is it strangers with candy mm-hmm. when uh who was it somebody was just like uh this coffee's good <laughs> Hot water. That, <laughs> that was mr jelly neck that was mr jelly neck ah! when he he yelled at uh his fake wife <laughs> oh, love strangers with candy anyway so good yes all right shout outs shout outs I actually have one from uh, Facebook, and I don't think I've read this one before, but Jackie and I are not totally sure. Uh, so maybe maybe you're getting a double, a double SO. So here we go. Charlotte J from Facebook recommends Hoya Podcast. They say, these ladies know their stuff. I've always loved the satirical nature of King of the Hill, but they shed light on little details I otherwise wouldn't have noticed, even though I've watched every episode at least twice at this point. You're guaranteed to laugh at least twice an episode. (laughs) Right on. This podcast gets me through the hell that is Tuesday workday. Understandable. And they finish it by saying, all hail the queef queen. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I... Honestly, don't know if we've done that before. Whatever. It's new to me. So, you know what, everyone? Pretend, if we said it before, pretend it it never happened. Well, thank you, Charlotte J. Thank you, Charlotte. I honestly can't remember. I can't either. And it's not because every review is not important to us. It's just because there may have been one or two episodes where we drank a little too much. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. So pretty sure you guys would be able to figure out which one that was probably guess <laughs> you could probably guess it's not this one i promise you that this is all nope. natural this is all natch i just have had some uh orange powder that has caffeine in it so that's all i've had and a lot of rice hey so <laughs> you're uh stopping that diarrhea in its tracks <laughs> i'm trying to get pumped up for the gym oh yep all right anyway that's mine all right. Well, my review comes from iTunes and it is by Nine Fingers Petting Zoo. <laughs> and the subject says, better than Peggy's apple brown Peggy. That's high praise. Indeed. And the body says, the body. Mm. This is my current favorite podcast about my all-time favorite show. Amy and Jackie are hysterical, possibly literally. True. True. <laughs> Their king of the hill knowledge is exceeded only by their genuine affection for the show, which is something I share. Tell your friends who like king of the hill. Indeed. Yay. Definitely tell your friends. friends. Thank you, Nine Fingers Petting Zoo. Thank you. And you know what? I'm pretty sure they sent us um, a couple of, they've sent us a song before. I think they sent us the, um, God, I can't, sorry. Sorry, dude. I can't remember which one you sent, but I know that you have sent us stuff. 
Oh, damn. Thank you. I think it was the Dale, like the, the one that we played at the end of the episode. That was good. Yeah. And if it wasn't you, I'm sorry. Everything we get is excellent. So, but either way, thank you very much for that review. Stellar review. And yes, tell your friends, tell your fam, tell, I don't know, people who have ears. I thought that was so nice. Their knowledge is exceeded only by their genuine affection for the show. It made me think of um, my my partner's boss, who is just a lovely man, brings up our podcast all the time <laughs> at my fiance's work, place of work. Like His boss will just bring it up in meetings. Shout out, Jason. I don't know if he actually listens, but I think he's just so tickled that he knows someone that has a podcast that he loves talking about it all the time um which i think is so nice and he has at least listened to part of it because i think he mentioned to will that he loves the show and one of the things he loves about it is that um i think he said you could just tell that they're just so excited to talk to each other <laughs> and i thought that was so nice to hear and, and it's very true it's the highlight of my week every single week to be able to see jackie's stunning face it keeps me sane truly i know i know so i know i know i remember when you told me that and you kept saying like that that will's boss brings it brings up our podcast in work meetings and i love it i love it so much i'm like that is the best thing i've ever heard it was it was it's really at first i was like oh i don't know if I don't know if I want everyone that Will works with, you know, we talk a lot about, I mean, look at what we talk about. But um, I went to Will's work Christmas, or not Christmas, it was a, a hol- all-inclusive holiday party, and most of the people there I didn't know, but several people came up to me and were like, I heard you have a podcast about King of the Hill, and just, I ended up having all of these really great discussions about different episodes and characters and it was just so cool that's awesome just a yeah shout out to jason for sure please keep mentioning it in um (laughs) work meetings next time ask will about your and say hey how's your fiance's uh diarrhea going because i heard about that on the episode (laughs) (laughs) i know that will doesn't listen at all he listened to the first few episodes so (laughs) he's like Rightly confused. <laughs> so, <laughs> how's upset. your girlfriend's diarrhea? And she's like, "Oh, I, I guess I don't know." Uh, <laughs> How do you loose? know? Loose, <laughs> fiery? I don't know. Fiery? <laughs> it's probably whatever. It's I'm. It's probably not good. I'm guessing. <laughs> Any hoozle doozle. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. What uh, is Uli doing back there? Oh, she is digging. She's she's trying to get under the covers. Oh, because it's cold. Yes. And it's really cute to watch her dig under the blanket, but she carries little bits of litter in between her toes. (laughs) And then uh, she leaves them in bed. I know Harriet loves to um, try to lick her asshole while sitting on one of my pillows. Yeah, so yep. just makes I'm just like, come on. She's probably, but this is where I get the best leverage. <laughs> oh. Oh, and she's gone. Well, Amy, should we get into the episode? <laughs> For the love of God, yes. <laughs> so let's get into the episode. Season two, 
episode 13, Snow Job. And I just grossed myself out. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Amy, I'm so excited to do this episode. The timing could not be better because it snowed by me. <gasps> That's right. I saw your I saw your little Insta story. You, you got you got got snow on your tramp. Trample, trampoline. Finish that sentence. I'll finish that word. It's <laughs> snow on your trampoline. <laughs> I do have snow on my tramp. And uh, yeah, I'm in North Carolina and it snowed. First snow of the season. Probably the last. So Yeah, probably the last. I, it is fucking freezing here in Gainesville. So uh, as I was watching this episode to prepare, I was like, mm, yep, I we would all be freaking out just like everyone else in Texas. And it gets pretty cold in Gainesville, but... I mean, it is alarmingly cold right now. I've lived a few places where they are not used to snow, and it is so funny. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk more about it, but it is just yeah. so funny to see how an entire city can react to two inches of snow. <laughs> Chaos. But all right, uh, let's get into the episode. Yay. Air date! Oh, Jesus. February 1st. 1998. I and I even uh, looked up on and I did an on this day for February first, 1998, and nothing happened that day <laughs> in history. So <laughs> nothing happened. I like that idea, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should commit ourselves to doing it because I will promise you I will forget. But forget. yeah, but if you know, every once in a while we happen to remember, we will do it. Yes, when we remember, and we can, that is a oh yeah promise. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Hank and his family are at the Strickland Summer in January picnic, which Strickland propane employees and their families uh, gather in a park for some hamburgers on the grill uh, in January. (sighs) What a shitty first line, but we made it past (laughs) the first line. We're not going on a tangent. Okay. The festivities are cut short during this picnic when it suddenly begins to snow. And it might as well be raining blood for how everyone reacts to this. Everyone starts freaking out. They're looking up at the sky. They're all standing there shivering. Uh, Buck, or no, Hank lights the grill. Everyone kind of, you know, is excited for this barbecue, but they're all really cold. (laughs) And then it starts snowing and it's just chaos. People start running cars are just like driving erratically and i'm wondering did nobody check the weather forecast like not <laughs> not even for rain for this outdoor event right and also peggy and luann are both in like shorts crop top and like a and tank tops yeah <laughs> freezing they're not freezing. no one's prepared at all and and i just feel like if there was any even like a uh, 20% chance of snow uh in a place like texas where they're not used to snow they would be talking about this for a week beforehand. People would be loading up on rations. Uh, people would just be preparing. So it's it's interesting that nobody nobody uh, was prepared for this. I bet Nancy probably like gave a a weather yeah, report. The fuck like was Nancy, she was probably like, "It's gonna be seventy five and beautiful out, everyone. No worries." <laughs> That's true. They're, their Doppler radar is like a fax machine, I think, or an air conditioner or something. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I, I, I love seeing that reaction because it is, everyone is so panicked. It's so extreme, but it's kind of realistic. Uh, uh, you know, I lived in Boston where they'll get feet of snow and nobody blinks. You wake up the next morning and everything is, the snow is gone. The city is like, you know, people are on their way to work. It's not, it's nothing. And then I've lived in places like, uh, Portland, Oregon, where they're not used to snow, and it'll snow two inches, and uh, they always call it snowpocalypse, and they don't have any bulldozers, or no, they don't have any snow plows there, so the two inches of snow falls, nobody does anything about it, and then it all turns to ice, so the entire city shuts down for like a week. (laughs) I would be down with that, just so I could stay inside for a week, but... Well, it's Portland, so with their can-do attitudes out there, they make the best of it, and you just see people, like, cross-country skiing down the street and, like, <laughs> laughing and just making the best of everything. But They yeah, just I got know. two tennis rackets tied to their shoes, and they're using them as, like, snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, they're high-fiving strangers. and uh, <laughs> Ew. So positive. <laughs> so happy and positive. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Reacting quickly to the quote-unquote crisis, Buck orders his staff into action in hopes of getting uh, the jump on the electric company. Uh, He says, if we don't get heat to the people, you can bet the electric company will. (laughs) Everyone jumps into that, into action. They're all running to their trucks and, and their cars. It's all very dramatic. Peggy and Hank embrace and they briefly make out. I know. I yeah. love that. Like they are full on making out. Yeah, there's like <laughs> arms moving up and down each other's back. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you think like Hank does the fast tongue moan? He's like, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even know that you can put your tongue in the other person's mouth. Yeah, so it's like that open mouth, like wow, 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 but oh, there's God. no tongue involved, but you're still doing the motion as if you're putting your tongue in someone's mouth. Yeah, I mean, if he does even open his mouth, I'd be surprised about that. I could see him just keeping it tight-lipped always. Yeah, you know, I've, have you ever made out with someone who does that? I don't know. I have, and it's weird. And they just keep their mouth shut the whole time? Yeah, and it's just like... Just That's kiss, like over and over again, and you're like, "Are you gonna open your fucking mouth? Are we gonna do this thing or what?" I feel like that's how people kiss in plays, where you have to act like you're making out, but really it's two like tight-lipped, closed faces just <laughs> grinding on each other. I know, or like the old-time movies where they're actually just kissing each other's cheek, but they're smashing their faces so hard together that it looks like they're kissing. <laughs> yes, I, I I've never experienced a an overly tight mouth kiss, but I have experienced the too much open and mouth and tongue kiss, which is yeah. just like, you can't even find a rhythm because it's like you're just falling into a void. <laughs> and, your, and your nose is getting licked. And <laughs> oh, and your teeth are hitting. I know. Or oh. Okay, one more thing before we get back. Or when... It's the person who doesn't use a tongue, but you're going for it. And then you're like, oh, God, what am I doing? They're not using their tongue, but I'm using mine. (laughs) That's one of the worst ones, too. They're all bad. I don't think I've experienced that either. Let's see. I don't know. I usually, I guess I just go for it. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting it. And then all of a sudden I realize that I'm the only one who is. Like the other person is like 
get your stank ass tongue out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely experienced a thing where I'm not getting anything. So maybe I'll like, you know, just like do a little tiptoe tongue. And I've experienced, uh, I've had people react to that by like, it almost seemed like a panicked response where they're like, oh, she's doing a little tongue, so I'm going to do tongue too. And then it's too much, so it shoots like all the way into your mouth. I don't know. Anyway. I'm going to do tongue too. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she's doing tongue. Okay. Bye. Here we go. Anyway. So Hank and Peggy briefly make out. And then um, it's all very dramatic, dramatic camera angles. They pull apart. Peggy says, don't be a hero. And he, Hank says, it's too late. And then he runs off and hops on the side of a moving propane truck. I guess it's just such an emergency. There's no time for the truck to stop for three seconds so he can get inside. And um, so he's hanging off the side of this truck and the truck is driving away. And Bobby yells, can I come too, dad? And Hank says something like, you bet, and something about catching a bobtail on the fly. Uh, basically, yes. So Bobby starts running after the truck, and Hank reaches his hand out to grab Bobby, but <laughs> Bobby just can't keep up, and he starts to fall behind, and Hank has to tell Joe Jack, who's driving, to slow the truck down. No, slow it down a little bit more. You know what? Just go ahead and stop. <laughs> and <laughs> And then they all get in the truck. <laughs> I, I love, love that, that part, part. Yep. poor Bobby I know he's he's almost getting it but then by the time like Joe Jack is practically stopping he's so exhausted that he's way <laughs> behind he's yep. just like ah um, later Buck, Hank and Bobby are back at uh, Strickland Propane the snow crisis seems to be under control by this point they're all chit chatting in the in Hank's office and joking around and then Buck goes to cross the day off of the Strickland propane calendar, which is a quote-unquote girly calendar. It has ladies in bikinis posing with propane tanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he starts flipping through the calendar and ogling these women. Um, And he starts to really get worked up over this calendar and he gets really, really sweaty. And he seems to start to literally go insane he's just like (laughs) laughing inappropriately and giggling and doesn't seem to realize there are people still there in the office with him he is hard as a rock clearly guaranteed (laughs) and i thought this was really odd because if anyone has an extensive collection of porn videos and magazines it's buck and it's 1998 so i'm sure by this point there's at least some porn available to him on the internet and considering how gross and horny we know, you know, this character is, he's for sure into porn and he's probably been into porn for decades. So mm-hmm. by this point, he's got to be into, you know, some kind of extreme weird stuff. Right. I would right. guess. Yeah. So because, you know, the quote unquote get, normal stuff doesn't do it for him anymore. Yeah, you get desensitized. Absolutely. So I'm just surprised that this calendar has any effect on him at all. I I feel like for someone like him, it would be this calendar of women in bikinis should strike him in the same way as if he were looking at like a Dilbert calendar, you know? (laughs) Dilbert. (laughs) That's funny. And then just that's that, you know? Yeah. No, he's... He is straight up like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at 
at you over there. <laughs> like sweating yeah. bullets about to come in his pants. I For mean, real. He's with Hank and it. Bobby in the room with him. I know poor Hank is just no oh no 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 thank God Hank has sent has sent Bobby outside because he saw Buck like starting to get erect apparently yeah. so he's like Bobby get out of here so poor Hank's in there trying to do paperwork and and not listen to this man moaning as he's looking at half naked women and yeah. also show and you know prop I'll give props to Hank because Hank's like. Uh, she's attractive, but I don't think we should be talking about our cleaning lady that way. Like, he's very appropriate. Like, yeah. look, that's, come on, calm down. We work with this person. But yeah, he's losing his shit over it. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I thought that was weird that uh, Buck would get that worked up. But then I thought, well, maybe he's not horny for the women in the calendar. Maybe he, at this point, loves money so much. And money makes him horny. And he associates propane with money, which makes him horny. And there are propane tanks in the pictures with the women. And maybe he's all worked up because of the snowpocalypse and he just made a ton of money that day. So maybe maybe he's actually, like, horny for the propane tanks. You are fucking right. You're so right. You nailed it. You nailed it. That's exactly what's happening. And just like, you know... Hank, his protege, also gets turned on by propane. In a later episode, we see that. He's super hard for propane. So, yeah, you did it. You nailed it. He's Well, there are some hot women on it, but there's but they're rubbing on a propane tank. Mm-hmm. Just You might as well just be, like, spraying money everywhere for him. You nailed yeah. it. And it's interesting to see how these two different men treat the object of their desires, where Buck is just gross horny for it whereas Hank it, it respects propane's mind and body equally <laughs> you know either way buck gets really worked up and he has to go to the hospital uh, he has a heart attack right that's yeah that's what it is oh but i love this part too because uh like you said Hank sent Bobby outside so he didn't have to watch uh buck come in his pants <laughs> and uh he's just like go outside and make snow angels why don't you and buck ends up having this heart attack and he's like grabbing he grabs his chest and he he runs outside while hank calls 911 and he falls down in the snow next to bobby and is just kind of like writhing and like he can't breathe and grasping his chest and bobby's just like that's not how you make snow angels or something I don't know. <laughs> no, good, good old oblivious ass Bobby. <laughs> I know. I mean, how would he know? Okay, I just want to say real quick on the subject of heart attacks, uh, a classic sign of a heart attack is, uh, you know, pain in your chest and in your left arm, right? For, right, but isn't it different for men and women? It's different for men and women. And I just wanted yep. to put that out there. So many, uh, apparently, more women. You're, I don't know, you're more likely to die of a heart attack if you're a woman because all of the research is based on male responses. And so it's easier for women to say, well, I'm not having uh, pain in my arm. And so it's easier for them to dismiss it. And so mm-hmm. they don't seek treatment. Right. Um, and and isn't it um, more common that they have pain in their back? Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. So yeah, for women, it is different uh, because it also... 
they're they're more likely to have symptoms that aren't like chest pain. So they'll have neck, jaw, shoulder, upper back, or abdominal discomfort and shortness of breath. So those are or nausea, indigestion, all that stuff. So those are much more common side effects for women. But yeah, it's not usually the chest and the left arm for women. It's it's different. But yeah, just like most medical things, it's based mm-hmm. on men. And that's why that's a we won't get into it, but that's a big reason why women are not taken seriously in uh, when they come in with pain or having issues. Well, you know what's crazy? I mean, it, it's across like all research, you know, medical research and all that kind of stuff really focuses just on men. And so, uh, and the symptoms for a lot of different things are different. And then for the longest time, they, I work with kids on the spectrum and for the longest time, they, it was understood that way more boys have autism than girls. I think it was like one girl for every three boys right. uh, is on the spectrum. And they're only just realizing in the last couple of years that all the research is based on autism in boys and autism actually looks very different in women. Yep. And so for decades, all these women have gone undiagnosed because it's a little bit easier for women to mask their autism because I think partly because we're taught at such a young age to conform, conform, conform. And it's almost like this weird fucked up gendered form of therapy, like social conditioning. Mm -hmm. But they're realizing now that a lot more women have autism. And it's easy to think, well, if they're able to get by and it's not noticeable, then who's it hurting? But it's hurting them. It's hurting them. Uh, it, you know, it can lead to a lot of anxiety and depression and, and doubt, but it also puts women at a greater risk for assault and domestic abuse because they're not as able to pick up on nonverbal cues. So they're not able, it's, it, some have a more difficult time interpreting like that vibe you get when someone's a creep, mm-hmm. it might be like more difficult for them. So it's just, it, it's just very interesting and it's uh, bullshit. Every time we say we're going to blast through an episode, it's like triple the amount of time. <laughs> well, here it comes. I know. I know. It's like anytime you say, I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm just going to have one beer and then cut to seven in the morning and you're like, just, I don't the know, scream, screaming, and, screaming into the sunrise. <laughs> okay. All right. So everyone's at the hospital. Buck's at the hospital. All the Strickland employees are there. Everyone's standing around his bed. Buck tells everyone that they are a family and he is their daddy. <laughs> uh, I'm your daddy. You know, he he's just saying, I'm going to need everyone's help to really pick up the slack. And then he makes a point to tell the female employees to please leave the room. And once they're gone, he's like, all right, the skirts are out of the room. Let's get down to business. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, right away, he tells, he informs Hank, I need you now more than ever. And I'm going to need you to take care of my dogs while I'm in here. Meanwhile, he turns to another employee, Lord Vic, Lord, <laughs> Lloyd Vickers, uh, an MBA type in his 30s. Um, he turns to him and he says, I want you to run the company. You're in charge. Let's see what that fancy MBA, uh, you know, does. Uh, Hank, of course, is shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. It doesn't, none of it makes sense. Uh, no. Buck is such a fucking asshole to Hank. 
Um, all the time. All the time. All the time. And Hank always makes excuses for him, and it's insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although he really, he really gives him gives it to him this time. Thankfully, as much as he, well, not right now, but you know, in this episode. Well, I didn't notice that, so I'm excited to you. You let me know <laughs> when we get to that part. Okay. <laughs> Later, back at the Hill House. It's evening. Peggy's looking out the kitchen window and she sees Hank driving his truck up and down the street, uh, just back and forth, sliding all over the road. And he has an almost pathologically blank look on his face. She walks out, you know, waves him down, stops the truck, gets in. And I I love when she does this kind of thing. She just gets in and she's just like, all right, Hank, what's wrong? (laughs) I know. Come on. Like, I could tell there's something wrong with you. Like, yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> Hank tells Peggy about Buck's decision to put Vickers in charge and his disappointment in not being chosen to run the company. Uh, Peggy's surprised too, because it is surprising. We quickly find out that Vickers is a complete turd person. He's very <laughs> condescending. He lets everyone know that he's planning on doing drug testing. He shares a plan with the other employees to raise propane prices in the name of supply and demand. You know, you know yeah, people need gouging. propane. Yeah, they need propane now more than ever, so let's raise the prices. And he just has a generally smug attitude. He, um, Hank later discovers that Vickers has ordered the installation of Tadlers, devices that uh, track when a driver makes a stop, like a, a truck driver, when they stop and for how long. Um, He's installed these Tadlers into all the company trucks. So Joe Jack and the other drivers are pissed about this. Later, Peggy and Hank travel to Buck's home to feed the dogs. I love this part, too, because Peggy stands in front of the sliding glass doors and she's just hopping back and forth. And she's like, I'm a kitty. I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, meow, meow. Uh, Look at my whiskers. I'm a kitty. <laughs> I know. I, it's just one of those parts where I love Peggy. She's being such a nice such a nice partner. Um, She does that to distract the dogs so Hank can feed the dogs, uh, but they end up attacking him anyway. After he feeds the dogs, they're inside Buck's kitchen, and Hank is washing all the dog slobber off of his arms. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Gross. (laughs) While he's doing this, Peggy is complaining, you know, I can't believe that you have to feed the dogs, and you should be running the company, and, and, you know, what is wrong with Buck? And Hank defends Buck, saying, no, you know, no one bats a thousand, Peggy. And he insists that Buck is is a good man. And, you know, he says something like he's the only other person at work that shares the same passion for for propane that I have. (sighs) Hank. Uh, Buck is objectively not a good man. Objectively not a good man. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Right at this moment, Peggy and... Uh, Hank receive the shock of their lives when they realize that in Buck's kitchen is an electric stove. Uh, electric. That's it's electric. Boogie woogie woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Hank is on the verge of throwing up. He's so disgusted. Mm-hmm. And I found this moment a little bit satisfying because it, you know, we talk about it. We've talked about it before. Hank refuses to see Buck for who he really is, a man who is more passionate about making money and, you know, cheating on his wife than he is about propane. He doesn't love propane. 
he never loved propane. <laughs> um, and But Hank has this image in his mind of who he wants to believe Buck is. And so he projects that image onto Buck, which blinds him to who Buck actually is. Uh, it's just, it's weird that he's so shocked by this, but Buck is terrible. I mean, again, this is someone who eventually tries to frame Hank for murder. It's uh, you just crazy. can't get over that. You can't get over that. No, it's just not. It's not. That's not going away. He consistently fails Hank. Outraged, Hank confronts Buck at the hospital, talking about his electric appliances and his decision to put Vickers in charge. And he, you know, even tells Buck about Vickers' decision to install Tadlers on all the trucks. But if he's hoping to get any sort of support or reassurances from Buck, he's dead ass mistaken because Buck straight up tells him that. You know, the propane business is about making money. He doesn't really care if, you know, his appliances run on gas or electric. It's not a concern of his. And he also tells Hank that he knows about the Tadlers and he's fine with having them on the trucks. Yep. Hank is completely shaken and disillusioned about his life and career after talking to Buck. He compares <laughs> this feeling to seeing a woman without her makeup on. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I know. I take. I, I took great offense to that because I am constantly terrified of someone seeing me without makeup on. <laughs> I know. It's that. It's that thing. That fear a lot of us have deep, deep down. Those of us that wear makeup, where you're like, "Well, I don't have to wear it every day, right?" And then you hear someone say, "Like, it's how shocking it is to see someone without their makeup on." How. <laughs> jarring it is and then i'm and then i start googling how to tattoo uh concealer under my eyes yep (laughs) well anyway hank is is shook he packs his bags and uh decides to head out of town for some quiet time in the country with peggy and bobby meanwhile the strickland drivers joe jack and the rest of them are outraged over the installation of the tattlers and they it says here, they walk out en masse. And that's uh, copy and paste because that that's French. That's French talk. <laughs> they walk out E-N-M-A-S-S-E. En masse. En masse. En masse. <laughs> They're nice. just like, good luck, you know, driving your propane trucks and Vickers counters with, uh, well, I have a whole... I have an entire alumni list of friends who'll do it just for the life experience. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. Asshole millennials. I know. Um, Although I'm sure Vickers is uh, Gen Gen X. But Joe Jack points out that anyone who operates one of the trucks must be specially licensed to transport hazardous materials. You didn't think about that, did you? When Strickland learns about the walkout, he promptly fires Vickers. And immediately tries getting a hold of Hank to have Hank hopefully clean up the mess that Vickers made. But Hank is not home. He's not answering his phone. He's out of town. He's gone. While on their trip, their little weekend getaway, they're visiting a small mom and pop general store in the country. And Hank suddenly grows inspired. He realizes the secret to running a business is service with a smile and making people happy. That's what he enjoys. He decides to quit the propane business and open his own general store. He's searching for meaning and a simpler life. Uh, And he even gets Peggy on board with this. But when Hank returns home, he finds that his answering machine is loaded with messages from needy customers desperate for propane. 
Recalling fond memories from the past, Hank returns to work. He tells Buck that he's returned because he still believes in the product. Buck, however, notes that the business cannot run without licensed drivers. What are they going to do? Hank points out Hank points out the window, and right at that moment, five large tow trucks uh, appear in the parking lot, and they are towing the propane trucks. He points out that a hazardous materials license is not required to uh, tow the vehicles to delivery sites, and so he's found a loophole. What a loophole that is. I know. What a genius. (laughs) God. Soon after, Hank and his friends are delivering propane to all the people around Arland and using the trucks to tow the propane vehicles. And uh, everyone gets their propane and the day is saved. And Hank's faith in propane is restored. And Buck uh, doesn't learn any lessons and everything goes back to normal. Right. Hank gets no promotion, no bonus, nothing for saving the company. Literally saving the company. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. And that's the end. That's that. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Good job, Jackie. And you know what? You're right. Hank didn't tell, tell like, stick it to Buck at all. I thought he did. I thought, you know, when he says, I'm taking a personal day or I'm not coming in tomorrow. You know, I, I for some reason, I equated that to him being like, fuck you, you jerk. How dare you do this to me? I've been here saving your ass for the last 15 years, building your business while you go out and cheat on your wife and gamble all of our money away. That's what I (laughs) was hoping Hank would say. But now he just was like, I'm taking a day off. (laughs) I know he goes to confront Buck, but you like, he's not, he's only doing it because he's desperately searching for, some kind of reassurance yeah Yeah. he's just hoping that buck will will be able to feed his (laughs) hank's denial and he simply does not and it just really throws him for a loop and also you know hank i mean i think most of us have experienced being passed over by someone who's less experienced or not as good at what you are doing simply because of either a fancy degree or they're good at bullshitting yes for for whatever reason uh and that is like so fucking insulting in and of itself and then to have him like find out like his idol the person who one just insulted him two also doesn't give a fuck like he acts like he does he doesn't actually care about propane like he says. Um, or maybe he used to, but at this point, no, it's just about making money. So he's all corrupt. And, you know, Hank is now having to deal with this turd who's like, oh, don't worry, I'll give you some flex days so you can feed his dogs. Oh, oh I know. Like, Hank, just punch him in the face. Come on. Yeah, and that was one of those, <laughs> that, yeah, Vickers... Vickers says makes that comment. He's just like, "Don't worry, I'll like give you some flex time so you can get out there and feed Buck's dogs." And then Hank is complaining about this later in the alley to the guys, and he says he has the nerve to give me flex time. That's what they give to pregnant women and other disabled. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Jackie, speaking of them all being outside at that point, I love. I love everyone's winter wear yes. so much mm-hmm. boom Howers, like Boomhauer. super slick aspen 
ski lodge outfit, all blue, super like those he's clear got the, yellow goggles. He's got the yellow goggles and the headband, and it's all matching, probably even down to his underwear. I assume they are blue leopard or blue mm-hmm. stri- tiger stripe. Um, Dale has his full face balaclava on. <laughs> just covering his entire face just like a little mouth hole so he could smoke right hank looks totally normal he looks like a normal well put together man and bill is still wearing his shorts and like this ratty ass jacket mm-hmm. <laughs> and just cramming pumpkin pie filling into his mouth yep <laughs> i love it it's just every the outfits are just so perfect and it's just like those those are all of those dudes in outfit form. I yeah, my favorite is definitely Boomhauer's like early nineties ski wear. Yes, even like, when he like, pull- oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it. Just it looks like when in Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey and they they go they find the cash and they go shopping and they get those ridiculous ski outfits. <laughs> that that's what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. I I love when he pulls up in the tow truck. Uh, everyone pulls up in the tow trucks and it just cuts from one tow truck to the next, just showing like, oh, all of his friends are there. They're, you know, there's Bill, there's Dale. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to Boomhauer and he has his ski goggles on. <laughs> 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 it's just for fashion. There's no reason. He doesn't need yellow no. ski goggles. But just for the fashions. Yep. <sighs> he knows he looks good. I know. He does know. That's why I still can't get over the fact that he has to hit on every woman because he he knows he's got anyway we'll be we'll be coming up with that we'll be talking about that in the i'm with cupid episode on the live on the live podcast episode i'm excited to parse parse that out Mm -hmm, me too but aside from that uh i i wrote a lot of stuff down for this episode um favorite moments and quotes what are do you have any i'm sure you must yeah of course oh yeah i mean this this is a great episode um I, of course, I mentioned I, there, there's a few things that we talked about already that I have that I talked about. But um, so when Bill <laughs> like throws a trash can lid and then like goes to slide on it and he gets like 0.1 feet foot, like it doesn't go anywhere. And he goes, <laughs> and then <laughs> boom hour. I'll tell you what, man, you will go down to Antarctica. You ain't going to get that dang thing to work with a little big old bottom like he got. <laughs> And then, and then Bill, <laughs> I was hoping that you would write down that Boomhauer quote. <laughs> so good. It's such a good one. <laughs> um, I also, so there's the scene where they're all in the office. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like, if you, you know, pay attention to your daddy, you'll, you'll be in his chair one day. And then Bobby just goes, well, where is he going to sit then? <laughs> and, you know, of course, Buck is not saying you'll literally be sitting in your dad's chair. It's just like, you'll be in his position. You'll be as successful as him. And yeah. then and then he goes, well, he'll be in my chair uh, one day. And Hank goes, oh, no, sir. I'll just keep the chair I have and wheel it over to your desk when the time comes. Yeah. <laughs> him and Bobby both don't get it. Yep. <laughs> I do. I There's just, there's a lot of good things in this, in this episode. There's when... Uh, 
Hank is about to go visit Buck in the hospital for the first time. He's like, do I wear a tie? It seems ghoulish. Like, Mm -hmm. why aren't you dead yet? And Peggy's like all amped up. She's like, oh, this is so exciting. You're going to like run the company. She's like, you know what? Save the tie for the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) She is ready. She is waiting for Buck to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll just do a couple more so I don't like go on forever. Um, But there's well, one I, yeah i definitely have some too it's okay. such a great episode i know there's ahead. just so many good things uh when buck is he he's like hank i need you to feed my dogs and he's like well, okay and he was like tell me that you will love them hank <laughs> hank's just like um <laughs> there's there's uh at the very end when hank comes back from his little trip to the lake he's listening to some messages and there's one and he's just like oh mr hill it's hugh emerson my heat's gone out (laughs) i've tried wearing turtlenecks but they make me look french (laughs) (laughs) i wrote that down so one of my all-time favorite quotes for the entire series is in this episode and it's dale and it's when hank is complaining about vickers and how he's going to raise prices and Dale responds with, someone's got to teach that Vickers a lesson. If you want, I could show you how to make a bomb out of a roll of toilet paper and a stick of dynamite. (laughs) And that's one of my favorite quotes ever. But this was the first time I ever noticed that turtleneck quote. And I love it. It's so funny. My heat's gone out. I've tried wearing turtlenecks, but they make me look French. Where are your trucks? (laughs) Where are your trucks? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackie. So I don't just keep going on and on and on. How about how about you? Well, let's see. Um, I I said all of mine. You did? That's all of mine. Yep. All right. Well then, okay. So I got I got one more. It's not a it's not a quote, but there's two little things that I love. Two little scenes. There's a part where Bobby is just photocopying a stapler in 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 Hank's office. You're oh, just bored know. photocopying <laughs> a stapler. I just I just that. those little touches. That I really like. And then Luann, she's out there talking to Hank and it's freezing and she's still in her crop top and her shorts and she just has like one of those hand stoles that you just like put your hands in the middle and it's like Mm -hmm. a white fluffy one and that's all she's got. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's it for me. Well, that's it for me. I think I uh, think we got all of them. Let's get into some listener comments then, huh? Yeah. Do we have a song? No, we don't have a song. Can uh, I can I say real quick, Jackie, before you get into listener comments? Yeah. I just want to say really quick, um, I have been loving all of the chicken content people have been sending us. Yes. We have gotten so much chicken content, not only on our Facebook uh, group, but on our Instagram and messages. So thank you, everyone. It's made my entire week. Love that. And uh, and uh, on a loosely similar note, um, did you see that they're making a sequel to The First Wives Club? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that you posted that. Yes. we meant That was mentioned briefly uh, in The Company Man, but excited about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, need a, we need a song. We need a song, Jackie. Okay. Show me that smile. Oh, show me that smile. 
Don't waste another minute on your comments. Whether we're near, we know we're near. The best is ready to her, yeah. <laughs> oh, as long as we've got each other. We got the world turning right in our hands, baby. Rain or shine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we are the dreamers who never quit dreaming. <laughs> as long as we keep on living, as long as we keep on living, we can take anything that comes our way. Baby, ran our shine. shine. Oh, the time. Time. <laughs> we got each other. There in the comments, oh yeah. <laughs> is that the fucking theme song to Growing Pains? It is. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I was in like, my, what? In my opinion, in my opinion, a more perfect intro to a sitcom does not exist because it's one of those ones where it just it's like real pictures of the people (laughs) from childhood to like where they were at that time. And then, and then just like a nice, like classic, like clip of them, like, I don't know, looking at the camera or like doing something from like an episode. I, I (laughs) love it. It's perfect. I watched Growing Pains all the time. Mm -hmm. Because again, Nick at night, I would watch it on Nick at night, like as often as I possibly could. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> their house was stunning. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Jackie, that was incredible. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. It just that song popped into my head yesterday and it's been stuck in it <laughs> ever since. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So we have got right off the bat. I hope you suffer podcast. If you want, I can show you how to make a bomb from a roll of toilet paper and a stick of dynamite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But this is this is awesome because literally two people right next to each other. Bender's Redemption says, favorite quote, now I know why they call you pa, because you pathetic. And then right next to that, SNC Banks, I know why they call you ma, because you a pain in my ass. <laughs> Perfectly so timed. You would think yeah. they planned that. Oh, my beer hole says nice page. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Hole. <laughs> you you lying bot oh look they said it oh they also said great page later on cool <laughs> wait they complimented our page twice yeah it's a bot it's not yeah. even a real <laughs> but it's it's so funny that it's twice i know and it's not even a page it's instagram <laughs> nice page. martin of the waking universe you beautiful genius i've tried wearing turtlenecks but they make me look french uh let's be louda says the the episode perfectly captures texans reactions to snow we flip if it freezes even a bit yeah yep that that's how it is in florida too man we don't know what we're doing (laughs) becca thunderdome and mozzie c137 both commented Bill trying to go sledding. Wee! It's a winter wonderland! Wee! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, okay. So, Thunder Muffin, which, by the way, I did a quick, uh, I guess you can do, like, a chat, like like a chat room on Instagram, and I did that the other day, and 
Thunder Muffin came in and everyone was like, Thunder Muffin! Aww. They were so stoked to see them there because, you know, we he's he always comments. He's always got something, you know, good to say. So he was like a little like a little resident celeb coming into the to the chat room. Thunder Muffin. I know. And then he got he showed everybody um his amazing uh vests that he makes for animals. One of them was like this great punk rock vest for a cat. So how did I not know? So if you ever want to see his like uh amazing animal vests and art, he um He's under Lee Berg Art, L-E-E-B-U-R-G-A-R-T. And he also does, well, I guess he also does stuff for humans, but I was, of course, more drawn to the cat, <laughs> the cat stuff. Well, cats are humans, too. Of course. And so, dogs. So, uh, anyway, the, what I was going to say is that Thunder Muffin says uh, Bobby trying to catch a bobtail on the fly, but it's too slow, and Joe Jack has to stop the truck. <laughs> And he also says, look, Mom, Ash, there must be a volcano somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Lady Mina 24, uh, in a shaky voice, it's cold, real cold. Lady on the phone. Lady <laughs> <laughs> um, Mina 24 and KK Transponsters. Transponster. Yeah. Both said, look at me. I'm a kitty cat. Meow. Meow! <laughs> Mozzie, C-137. I'm your daddy. <laughs> do you work here? Yes, sir, I do. I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzie, C-137 also says, which I didn't notice this, Buck wearing an apron with a photo of his young self on it. Hashtag Silver Fox. Oh, I noticed that. Did you? I didn't see it. He has... A much more full head of hair mm-hmm. and uh, just looks a lot less uh, worn by life. Hard, hard drinking. Yeah, I think it says something like, you know, the taste of Strickland or something. <laughs> Ew! Yeah. <laughs> taste the meat, not the heat, baby. <laughs> How much you want to bet he says that to everyone before he has sex with them? absolutely 100 percent. oh <laughs> i think that's about it yeah that is it for listener comments thank you everyone for submissions for your submissions yeah thank you oh wait some tribe <laughs> hank gets all ex- i love this because hank gets excited about opening up a general store and leaving propane so he goes this is what some tribe says I'm leaving the propane business and opening up a general store. And then Bobby deadpan. Okay. <laughs> he just his, his father is completely changing his life and he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The significance is lost. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Great job. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Always appreciate your submissions. Appreciate appreciates it. Preach. One, two, three. Trivia! Trivia! I'm ready how about you oh i'm very ready (laughs) how many do you have i have three i have around that perfect i have eight i was gonna say (laughs) around that how many do you have (laughs) i wrote down a lot because i got nervous that you would (laughs) do you actually have eight yes god damn it (laughs) i want them all (laughs) i want all of them all right i i'll go first then huh all right first one Easy peasy. 
what is the temperature in Arlen at the beginning of the episode? That is my first one that I got too. Ah, the one that I had it for at you. the same time? Okay, on a one and a two a and a one, one two, two, three. three. 40, 40 degrees and then it drops, it drops to 39. 39. <laughs> Yay! God High five. High five. Uh, uh, Follow up question. We see the temperature on a business sign. What is, it's a bank. What is the name of that bank? West Arlen? I don't know. I know it's a bank, but I didn't know the name. First, Texas Bank. Fine, whatever. (laughs) No, that's a good one. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Give it to me. Oh, okay. So we're going to do mine now? Yes. Not the 18 more that you have? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Where was the January, the summer in January picnic held? Oh, God damn it. She's looking at me. She's ready. Where where was it at? Arlen City Public Park. Fine. That was my third question. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. I got one more. How many dogs does Buck have? Oh. <gasps> yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Five to seven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, you're right. There's six. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> technically, you are correct. The best oh. kind of correct. <laughs> technically. <laughs> mm. All right. Ready for the rest? The rest of Yeah, the but fuck, I don't even I, I guess so. All right. What team does Vickers like for the Super Bowl this year? The Bills. Yes. All right. <laughs> what are Hank's priorities in order? Propane, family, friends. You got it. All right. <laughs> what These are brand- all ones that I was thinking about asking you by the way. I knew so. it. Yeah. <laughs> What brand of dog poop bags does Hank use to pick up dog poop? Do grabbers or poo, poo grabbers? grabbers? You're poo so grabbers. Yes. <laughs> good. How long has Hank worked for Buck? 15 years. All right. And last one. After he fires Vickers, uh, Buck donates some pocket change to some nuns at the hospital. What is the name of their church? Fuck. I'm assuming either St. Helens or St. Mary's. St. <gasps> Mary's! Yay! Yay! <laughs> They're all assuming. either St. Mary's or St. Helens. <laughs> There's really no other option. <laughs> nice. Nice job. Very impressive. Yay! You uh, rose to the challenge. I sure, I am always ready. And last question. Oh, fuck. I thought we were done. Okay. What is the next episode? Ha <laughs> ha! You got me on that one. I remember Mono, which we watched last night in the watch party. Yay! We're ahead of the game now. Yes. So everyone who was at the watch party, sorry for the jokes that I will repeat in the next episode. Yay! (laughs) I have very little original content. So, Jackie, any, any lessons learned? Any deep thoughts about this episode? Um... I don't know. Just uh, be aware of your own biases. Bias by be aware of your own uh, denials. I don't know. Just uh, don't love yourself enough to not put up with crap. I don't know. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Uh, Also, know your worth. You know, Hank. Hank could easily leave and open up his own propane business and just run Strickland into the ground. 
he yeah. would he would do it easily. Yet he continues to stay with Strickland out of loyalty, and also, you know, he thinks Buck is better than him, which is not true. So know your worth. If you're unhappy in your job or in your, you know, whatever you're doing in life to make money, don't don't settle for that shit. You're better than being treated like somebody who's only good, fit enough to feed dogs. Yeah, Unless you I'd, like doing that. If you like to do that, then whatever. But if you don't, then fuck that. If that is your job, then keep doing that. But yeah, advocate for yourself. And, and yeah, Hank could take all of the business from, from Buck because who does everyone call when they need propane? They call his house number. They're not even calling the business. Yep. So... That's a good yep. point. And they all know him. They all know Hank, the Mr. Hill. They know exactly who he is. They know that he's not going to dick him over. He's not going to price gouge him. He's going to give him excellent service and do it with a smile on his face because he loves it. So, Hank, you know, if you are better at your job than your bosses, go open up a business just like theirs and drive them into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Crush them. Crush them. Bankrupt them. <laughs> that's what i took away from this <laughs> find their weakness and use it against them and exploit them for it yep. blackmail them <laughs> find out their secrets oh yes. man hank could blackmail buck so easily he, he could get anything he wanted anything else <laughs> uh nope that's it that's all i've got follow us Oh yeah, pod on all the social needs. Please check out our Facebook group just simply because it's amazing. It it makes me so happy. It's a good time. It's so much fun. Oh, what did somebody say? Somebody posted a picture, it's a, a gif of some chickens, and they were like, maybe we can start doing crossover things with Oh Yeah. It was like uh cluck yeah podcast or something like that yeah and i was like i love everything about this i so, know uh like thank hen, you and yeah hen yeah Ooh, i love that Bacaw, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh anyway Yep. Yeah. Send us listener comment songs, please. Hello, Hello at, at hoyapod.com. That's it. Otherwise, we're just going to get a lot of TV theme songs from Jackie, which <laughs> honestly I love. Now, yeah. Yeah, I love that. But, you know, we also really, really love to get listener comment submissions. They're really awesome to get. It makes me so happy. And again, I, I'm uh, a, a asking, um, it's been a while, but if you want to send us a voice question, That'd be fun too, just to like actually hear someone oh. you know, talking and and yeah, I don't know, Con but send it something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, send it to our email though. Somebody asked if they can send us songs and stuff through Instagram. Unfortunately, no. We have to be able to download them so we can stick it in the episode. So just record it on your phone, email it to hello at hoyapod dot com. Yep, and uh, and most important, uh, rate review subscribe yes only uh good ones good rate no one stars or anything like that so far everyone's done a really great job don't don't be that person <laughs> please. please this is our livelihood think of our children yeah <laughs> and uh well th that's all there is to be said about it and until 
next time. Via Condio. Jackie just shit her pants. I knew it was going to happen one of these days. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool. All right, let's end this.